So the one day where it's okay to go outside, we decided to record a podcast inside. If you live in Nebraska or Iowa or anywhere else in this goddamn forsaken Midwest, I'm sorry. This whole week has been nothing but hotter than hell. Except for today. It's really nice out. It was fucking disgusting out for fuck's sake, man. Monday, Tuesday was terrible. Monday, Tuesday was terrible. Yeah, it was absolutely fucking miserable the whole time. I mean, it's like fucking 103 degrees or some shit. Who the fuck wants that? It's not even an official day of summer yet. It's not even the official first day. And it's going to be 100 again pretty soon. Good. What the fuck? I hope I hope we all get heat stroke. I hope I do. I bought like six packs of water today. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Bottled water. You gotta stay hydrated. Gotta man. stay hydrated. Yeah. And you know what happens if you don't stay hydrated? You fucking die. You know you know what happens if you don't stay hydrated? You won't be much. And just like you, it's the It Ain't Much Podcast. <laughs> Was that dumb? Was that a terrible segue? Everything we've ever done in our life is dumb. Yeah, mostly. Uh, that's fine, because there's there's something for it. Yeah, perfect, right there. One minute. That's testing the boom shock right there, because the- I didn't hear it. That's good right there. That's, <laughs> that's good the, stuff. The stand Don't worry about it. You probably still heard it, because they're not the most expensive ones. But it ain't much. Um, today, we got an episode. Last week, we did two, but it sucked. So, so we, we didn't, didn't upload post it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and that shows some fucking, that shows progress and growth right there, because we, before, we would have just posted it. Last week we had nothing. Was terrible. We, we were we, just bitching. We recorded the worst episode probably since our first episode. Worst since first. We were literally just bitching the whole time. But it it's was okay. bad. Um, but it's okay. I'm gonna save it, and one day you can listen to it if you want to. I don't know. On our Patreon that we don't have yet. Yeah, one day we will. It'll be the worst episode. Yep. It'll be called "We Ain't Much." We ain't much. We never have been. But this week we're gonna be talking about our NFL Mount Rushmore. Offensive position players, sorry, mm. offensive line, kicker two. We'll do we'll do kicker two, kicker, and then yeah, skill position and quarterback. Our Mount Rushmore. So this isn't like our one through four necessarily. It's just the four that we think when you think of this position, these are the four faces that come into mind. And you know, it could be the same. We did this separate. Yeah, we have know no what idea. I, did. I don't know what he did. We're gonna be doing this live, and obviously, there are probably gonna be a lot of fucking similar ones. Let's be real. Yeah. No, we'll probably be pretty damn close. But I think running back is going to shock each other. I think wide receiver might shock each other. Really? Maybe. Oh, we'll see. Because one of my wide receivers, like I'm not even sure he actually belongs in the Mount Rushmore, but he's definitely top like 10. But I put him in my Mount Rushmore just because I wanted him there. Don Beebe? Yeah, dude. Don Beebe, man. No. The GOAT. Super Bowl era only. Was he even Super Bowl era? Yeah, dude. I don't fucking know. He won the Super Bowl with the Packers in 96. Chad Beebe's dad? Yeah. Is it? He was on the Bills team every single year. They lost all four of those years. Hey, and then he went to the Packers and won. Yeah. Good for him. He was like wide receiver seven. Do you remember when Desmond Howard was on that Packers team and then got a fat contract and then was terrible at football? Yeah, at least he didn't get that contract from the Packers. Yeah, I know. Was it the Cowboy? Who who had Desmond Howard? I have no idea. Well, who cares? Anyway, do you like, want to start with like our three? Do you want to start with our kickers? Let's do it. All right. How do you want to do this? Do you want to do one just do one? Like one by one? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. So in my Mount Rushmore, I have. This is a hometown boy. I'm a Colts fan. I I think he's genuinely the greatest kicker of all time. Ice in his veins, Adam Vienatari. Wins a, won a couple Super Bowls for the Patriots and then got the Colts to a couple Super Bowls as well. Um, actually, the, the Colts Super Bowl win, the 06 uh, run, the Super Bowl 41, there was a division round game against the Ravens, and the Colts won like 18-3 to three or something like that, all field goals. Not a single touchdown that whole game, and it was all Vienatari, man. Man, he's good. That's the first person I wrote down to. Yeah. Adam Vinatieri. You have to, right? 
Yeah, he's the best, right? He is. He played till he was like 45. But the person that I have next could potentially beat him out as the best. And right now, in my kicker Mount Rushmore, Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker, okay. He's okay. legit. Like, the Justin Tucker versus Vinatieri argument is perfect, like, compared to the Aaron Rodgers to uh, Tom Brady argument, that Justin Tucker probably has a better physical kicking ability to Vinatieri, but he hasn't been in the situations. Yes. He has, well, well except for the oranges, kind of. 67-yarder last year against the Lions. Yeah. Broke but the hearts of Lions fans Rogers everywhere. did that with that Hail Mary that one right. time. So, yeah, but Tom Brady's been in the position to win the Super Bowls, and he followed through, but Justin Tucker. You mean yeah. Vinatieri? You called Vinatieri Tom Brady? Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. You yeah, meant, yeah, like, yeah. Brady. Okay, yeah. Um, my second I have is Morton Anderson. Um, Mort. He, he uh, was the points leader all time for, for pro football, but I think Vinatieri passed him. Was Morton Anderson the last football player to have, like, the one bar? He did have the one bar. Like the 90s? Yeah. Another Mort. kicker who lasted until, like, 2009 or something like that. I don't know if it was 09, but he was into the 2000s. He was in the NFL for, like, 22 years or something like that. Morton Anderson was also the last NFL player to kill someone in Vietnam. Too. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. Not confirmed. Don't, Perfect. don't quote me on that. <laughs> but Morton Anderson's my third. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, my third was Justin leader. Tucker. Yeah, so what's the same? So yeah. let's see if the fourth is the same because I have Janikowski. Oh, see, I have another Patriots kicker, Steven Guskowski. I was going back and forth between those two. My 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 thinking was Janikowski based off of like physical skill. Oh, dude, the man had a fucking cannon for a leg. Yeah, and he's like, well, he's definitely the greatest left handed left footed kicker ever but he was like the only one of our mount rushmore that was a first round pick so that's, that's true yeah yeah janikowski had a hell of a year or Martin hell, of, year, hell like of a career 47th round pick how many drafts how many rounds do they have back in the 50s i don't know like 27 they had a lot but yeah so again just to recap my four was adam vinatieri morton anderson justin tucker and steven guskowski and yours was almost the same yeah vinatieri tucker anderson and janikowski boom so Hey, both of our fourth have Gowski in their name or whatever. Yeah. Look at cool. us go. So, Look at him. So now now the fun part. We wanted to get kickers out of the way because we want to give a shout out to the kickers, especially this last season in the NFL. All kickers those playoff games came down to the kickers. If the Bears had one of the if the Bears had Justin Tucker instead of Cody Parkey, they would have beat the Eagles. Yeah. No double doink. What a what a great playoff for kickers. You had like Matt Gay, Evan McPherson, Harrison Butker. Evan McPherson, yeah. Yeah. McPherson was a rookie this year. Crosby, too, man, on a, as a Packer fan, it's hard because Crosby's really done a lot. A lot of game-winning kicks. He's top ten. When he was off, it was when it didn't really matter. Right. Um, oh, yeah. He's top 15, yeah. He's a good kicker. He's clutch. He's got the physical skills still. Yeah, I'll give you Crosby there. To, but, but Crosby. Just out of our, our top four. I, I don't know. Maybe top ten. Maybe, probably top 15, though. Yeah, for sure. So tight ends. So my first tight end I've written down, again, this is not, I don't think this, just because I wrote him down first doesn't mean he's the greatest ever, but definitely worth mentioning in my Mount Rushmore, basketball player turned football player, Antonio Gates, played for the Chargers for like 20 years or whatever it was, only was on one team his entire career. I love Antonio Gates, man. That was the first one I wrote down. Is it really? Yeah. Antonio Gates is a fucking freak. Domination, man. man. A freak. I mean... That, the Chargers had some fucking ballers. It's surprising the Chargers never won a Super Bowl with that team, man. Like, yeah. Phillip Rivers wasn't, like, worse than Eli Manning. Like, no. very, you know, but the Giants got lucky in the playoffs a few times, the and Giants had the Chargers a, just didn't. Probably, what, like a significantly better defense, you would say. Or the Giants had a significantly better defense at the time. Yeah. Strahan and all them. But Chargers had some ballers in, on defense, oh, too. I know, yeah. It's just, that's just the way it goes, you know? And we'll see 
there's teams now that you're going to look back and say, I don't know how they never won a Super Bowl. Right. Like the Packers, while they still had that dream team after 2010, between 11, 12, 13, 14, how, how? did they not win anything? doesn't make any sense to me. Um, my next one is still playing. Travis Kelsey. Oh, I don't have him in my Mount Rushmore. I like that. A little differential. My next one is also a Chiefs player who also was a Falcon. I got Tony Gonzalez, who I think genuinely is the most talented tight end of all time. Tony Gonzalez really like kind of defined what teams wanted in a tight end. Oh, yeah. When uh, he, he got big there. I mean, good physical athlete, caught the ball good, good dude, good blocker, big guy, healthy, durable. Very I, don't, I don't think he missed a lot of games. No. And had that, great hands. That's what separates the good from the great. Mm-hmm. There's durability if you can get me. And also luck. Because there's players out there who aren't lucky. Right. That's Andrew Luck. It is. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, I had Gonzalez third. Uh, my two. third, Rob Gronkowski. Okay. I'm a big Gronk fan. I think he's, um, I mean, he's definitely through Brady's career, yeah, Brady had Moss and Welker, and he's got a really good group now in Tampa Bay. But let's be real. Brady's best receiver he ever had was Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, and old Randy Moss, but and his prime Gronkowski, yeah. yeah. My argument between Kelsey and Gronkowski, though, is like Kelsey's dominating like no other. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, you could make an argument that Kelsey's the greatest tight end of all time at this point. Yeah, and he's not done. Yeah, he's getting there. 34 years old. He's got a, like fallout a year or two. For ti- most tight ends is 32, 33. So, I mean. But he's coming off of another really good season in 21. So They're really going to need him this year with Tyreek Hill gone. So, I like Kelsey. I think he, I mean, he's a great player. And our fourth for our Mount Rushmore. Shannon Sharp. That's who I got. Shannon Sharp. <laughs> so, our only differential there was I have Gronky of Kelsey. So, look at that. Again, yeah. we're, we're spot on there. Shannon Almost. Sharp, the least talented of the two brothers. Um but like I said, with the hit injuries and being durable, Sterling Sharp, wide receiver for the Packers back in the early 90s, was a fucking maniac. Tank, yeah. He was great. Just broke his fucking neck, man. And back then they were like, well, it's tough. can't do anything for you. Yeah, there was no medical advances to like, – think about like Peyton Manning. He got lucky when he fucked up his neck in 2011 because he came back and had like another Hall of Fame career after that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, two Chiefs, a Charger, and a Bronco. I mean, look at that. I've got a, uh, let's see. All in one division right there. A Charger, a Chief slash Falcon, a, mostly a Patriot slash Buck, and then Shannon Sharp, who was a Viking. and Yeah, but you look at the injury thing again, like I said, George Kittle in five years, if he somehow does not get hurt in those five years, would be in that conversation. He's that good. He is. He is that good because he's ferocious, but I think he's a hell of a you blocker. have to make those decisions when you're that ferocious because he does play – Kind of off the wall. He plays too where, aggressively. That's why yeah. he gets hurt. And that's true. That's what sucks. But I mean, I love George Kittle. Tight end is such a fun position to watch because when you got a good tight end who's fast, who has hands, who can block, because people, you know, look, tight ends are great. Like, you know, look at a guy like Gronk. Obviously, he's one of the best receiving tight ends of all time. But Gronk was also a great run blocker, too. 100%. That's what separates him. You look at running backs, what's the difference between. Aaron Jones and let's say uh, who's a backup for the Washington or like Antonio Gibson. Right. Aaron Jones isn't afraid to get dirty and take a linebacker head on, even though he doesn't have the size. That's what Aaron Jones is also behind a great line. Yeah. And you want to have a a running back and a tight end who is not afraid to block. Right. For them to be. uh, So that's really the 
the big thing with some of those tight ends now. Like Noah Fant, is Noah Fant going to give his life up for a block? Not for Drew Locke. <laughs> <laughs> um, Noah Fant, yeah, he's a really special talent, young young talent. But um, no, More you're right. The vertical, yeah, type player. He's gonna he's to gonna beat you deep, but. Those four that you have, the four that mismatch. I have, are all great blockers. You know, yeah, he's a mismatch. That's what you want to mismatch as a tight end position, but not everybody can be a mismatch like Travis Kelsey in every single way. Travis Kelsey's too fast for linebackers to blo- to guard him, and he's too big for corners to guard him because it's like you're gonna try you're gonna try to tackle Gronk or Gonzalez or Travis Kelsey. No, not if you're a skinny little corner. No, no offense at, to corners, I love cornerbacks. Yeah, look at but. Mark Andrews too. I think Mark Andrews is gonna blossom into. An absolute I love Mark staple in the NFL next year. Um, Gasecki, he's, he's set for a big year. And Gasecki's biggest thing too is he's a wide receiver that plays tight end. That's the sad part. Yeah, he's just a big guy. Um, compared to like he's not going to be shedding off tackles like Kittle or no. or um, Kelsey or uh, Mark Andrews. But I mean, yeah, he's set for a big year because he has good hands and he runs good routes. We're we're actually kind of lucky. I think right now we're in an NFL that pretty much every position's got a bunch of studs. Mm-hmm. But tight ends right now, man, there's a lot of really good tight ends in the NFL. Yeah. A lot of really good tight ends. I love it. All right, so wide receiver. This is oh, gonna be fun man, one. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Do you, want, do you want to just get the first one out of the way? Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Yeah. It, it, there's a Mount Rushmore, and if you don't have Jerry Rice on it, you're wrong. But it's really just – it's Jerry Rice one, and then two through like a million is way below him. Jerry Rice did what people do now when you could still try to kill people on the football field. And he stayed healthy, and he dominated. He had a really long career too. Yeah. People forget that late in his career he was a Seahawk, a Raider, a Bronco, and I, he wasn't like – productive as hell he sustained two quarterbacks careers yeah just right off like i mean he helped steve young and joe montana have hall of fame careers if jerry rice was a wide receiver today yeah i mean in the passing era it'd be it'd be no that's what and that's uh, that's the point right there man he was in an era where a running the ball was a little bit more prevalent than throwing the ball anyway like look at his every statistic he destroys and no like his yards untouchable. Yeah. It is so incredibly far away from what anybody else is going to do career yards. Eventually somebody will beat it, but it's not going to be for a long time. But the thing about it now too with contracts and with all this stuff is a good or a great wide receiver honestly who's going to put up yards and get touchdowns at the dime a dozen now. Yeah. There's so many of them. Mhm. That's true. That's true. Like that. So number 2 Number two, who do you have written down? I have one of my favorite wide receivers of all time, Randy Moss. Nice. That's who I have written it to as well. Beast, man. Randy Moss was interesting, too, because he's just stuck on a Vikings team. He had good quarterbacks and stuff. He had Dante Culpepper. He had an old Brad Johnson. And when it comes to, like, physical skills, I mean, absolute beast. Do you remember when he had the second stint in uh, Minnesota and it just, like, didn't work? Uh, but, yeah, Randy Moss I have there, too. The, the, the one season he had, the undefeated Patriots season, him and Tom Brady were undeniably the best duo in the NFL that year. Randy Moss was a player that you, like, when you knew that you were going to be covering him next week, you were nervous all week. It was tough. Yeah. His two years in Oakland are a little forgotten because that was in between his Vikings and Patriots runs. Um, but outside of that, I mean, his, his Vikings run, obviously, he was fantastic. His rookie year, there was a stat he had, like, three grabs for 120 yards and three touchdowns. Like, come on, dude. And he's in an outcast song. Yeah. He is in an outcast song. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I, that Not nice, him that, personally, but that, they, they yeah. talk about him. Yeah. Nice nice piece of uh, trivia. Yeah, yeah. All right, third on our Mount Rushmore. Who do you got? 
another uh, NFC North rival, Calvin Johnson. That's who I've got. We're three for three, yeah. baby. Calvin Megatron. Johnson is the the biggest physical freak wide receiver in the NFL of all time. Hundred percent, not an argument. He could play tight end if he wanted to, but he played wide receiver and he was fast enough and physical enough. And Calvin Johnson was those one of those guys that you double triple teamed and it didn't fucking matter. Think about he did what like Hopkins did. Hopkins had one good year of doing that before he kind of started falling off. Calvin Johnson was consistent every year. Yeah, yeah, and he retired early because he was a the only player Detroit had, and. It was a Hall of Fame career that was wasted, but Megatron, man, fucking amazing player. We'll get to more Detroit Lion careers wasted here in a little bit. Yes. Okay. Uh, spoiler for running backs. I have that running back too, but let's finish our Mount Rushmore of wide receivers. I'm interested. Do you want to guess mine? No. I. Well, is yours a Packer? No. Oh, I thought if you were going to say like Donald Driver, I'd be like, come on, you no. Homer, get out of here. No. Uh, I said I Homer. I said I, Homer. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I went back and forth on this one a lot. So did I. But I, I'm sticking to my guns on mine. Me too. I went with Terrell Owens. See, I almost went T.O. We almost went four for four. Did you take Marvin Harrison? No. It was a three-way tie between Terrell Owens, Marvin Harrison, and the guy that I went with for my Mount Rushmore, who had a long career, and in my opinion, the best pure hands in the history of the NFL. Jordy Nelson. Larry Fitzgerald. Okay. Okay, I like that. I'm a huge Larry Fitzgerald fan, dude. I love Larry Fitzgerald. I guess I just, in retrospect, don't really think of Larry Fitzgerald as dominant, but he well, he was. God, he was so good, man. And when he was young, he was fast. And then when he got old, he still had fucking hands. Like, I mean, not the fastest son of a gun on the field. He wasn't going to create a bunch of separation, but he was not going to drop the ball. Larry Fitzgerald is someone that I really... I'm sad that never got a Super Bowl. Yeah. He almost did. He almost did, but then Santonio Holmes had, like, one of the best catches ever. But Randy Moss and Calvin Johnson didn't either. Yeah, that's true. Um, T.O. did. Randy Moss is probably the most uh, – uh, T.O. had it. With who? 49ers. Right? No, I don't did think he so. Did not? I swear I thought T.O. got a Super Bowl. We're going to look this up right Terrell now. Terrell Owens. By the way, Terrell Owens had one hell of a career, too. I mean, he had three legit – He's still playing. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse uh, me. Johnny Manziel threw him a touchdown pass. Oh, in, in the that, yeah, that fan league. Yeah, he's still playing that fan league. So he he played he, for no. the Niners, the Eagles, and Cowboys, and was like fantastic all around. No, he, he never, never won he never a won Super, Bowl. Super Bowl. Damn. Okay. I guess just Jerry Rice then. So, um, but Larry Fitzgerald, but uh, who, who Randy Moss? Randy Moss is the shocking one who didn't win a Super Bowl because of that undefeated Patriots team. Tough. And they really probably should have. But Eli Manning was. Deciding to not get sacked in that, in that last drive. So there's our wide receivers. I like that. Yeah, Fitzgerald, I think, is probably a little controversial to put there, but. No, that's fine. The, the problem is I feel like the drop-off after Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Calvin Johnson, there's so many that could go into that four spot. But I feel like Jerry Rice, uh, Moss, and Johnson are solidified three right there those three yeah yeah four like i agree yep four four is interchangeable but those three you have to put in there and i feel like so far that's been kind of the you know the consistent thing here yeah we have three undeniable for sure and then there's like so it's funny though because we're gonna get to running back and i went so back first of all this is super bowl era only so jim brown is not in there are running backs because he would be if he would be super bowl era because yeah jim brown is unstoppable he was the cleveland browns but they he had, like, the plumbers trying to tackle him back then. Right. So. And, and, and no disrespect to Jim Brown, but we are 
first of all, Austin and I are both born in the 90s, so we're not going to fucking go back to 1940 anyway, or we 1958, even, or whatever. We didn't even really watch Randy Moss or Terrell Owens' careers as it is. I mean, we can't go back super far. Well, I We did. saw the end. I started watching football and I was like, oh, two, oh, three. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I guess. I comprehend it that That's well. true. We comprehend. Yeah, yeah. You, you're right. You're right. But but anyway, running backs, this is going to be, well, let's get Barry Sanders out of the way, because we, we both already teased that. Barry Sanders and Megatron are the two players that, like, the most wasted careers in NFL history, in my opinion. Unfortunately. Because they were on a terrible organization. The The Lions have one playoff win in the entire Super era. Since 1967, one playoff win. And it was with Barry Sanders on the team in 92. But Just get the team out of Detroit now. It's just bad. But MCDC is going undefeated to win the Super Bowl this year. But Okay, so Barry Sanders, we got that one out of the way. Now, two through four, I don't think we're going to agree. I don't know, man. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Who do you got written next? Walter Payton. See, I don't even have him in Mount Rushmore. And that's, oh, I, it's man. it's hard to say it, but I don't. Damn. Who do you got next? Emmett Smith. Mm. Emmett Smith, he was part of that Cowboys team that was, I mean, Emmett Smith was part of the Cowboys team. That is the reason we have so many stupid ass Cowboy fans now. That is true. But look at all the players on that team. Who else was on the offense in the 80? 80- 1980s Bears teams besides Walter Payton to win that game. I know. To I win know. that Super Bowl. It was but, Walter Payton. But that defense that the Bears had, though. That's true. But they still had to score points. That's fair. But I just, for Barry some reason. Barry Sanders I, would I, be the rushing leader if he didn't retire early. And Emmett Smith continued his sad career in Arizona. I don't, I'm not an Emmett Smith guy. I'm sorry. You know. I'm uh, finding something out today. You know, another uh, quick shout out. Honorable mention. So outside of Walter Payton for me, another guy I didn't put in my Mount Rushmore who is the single-season rushing yards leader, is Eric Dickerson. I don't have him in my Mount Rushmore either, and I know that's controversial, but I just don't. Sorry. <laughs> All right, number three is mine's controversial here. Who do you got? Adrian Peterson? <gasps> that's my number three! Okay. Let's go, dude! I didn't know if that was uh, Let's controversial Let's go! Or not. AP. AP was dominant, man. Dude, AP was awesome! They should have let him get that rushing title. They should have given him a couple more carries. Dude, here's the thing with AP. In 2012... He was coming off of an ACL injury, and then he was, he he made it like eight yards away from Dickerson's, or whatever it was. It was like a few yards away from Dickerson's record. I but think it was man, like twelve. AP was the Vikings for like eight years. It was like Brett Favre had that year that was great, and they made a couple of playoffs with uh, Tavares Jackson, rest in peace. But I mean, he was the Vikings. Do you remember that play where AP took a catch out of the backfield and he hit this guy so hard, his mom felt it. He buried a motherfucker, man. Absolutely Dude, buried him. I love that you have AP there, man. AP was special. As a Jehovah Witness again. God, and, he, <laughs> and AP played up until last year. Um, yeah, that 2012 season, he went 2,097 yards. Yeah, it's That's kinda, stupid. It is kind of sad how he's kind of turned out a little bit. He's in pretty bad debt. His life's not really going as well as he thought. He's No, it's terrible, for- yeah. For pennies now. You know what I like about AP, though? I'll say this. In 2021, he played for the Titans and for the Seahawks. He scored a touchdown with each team. And with the Seahawks, he had one attempt of the entire year for 11 yards and a score. Dude, AP, come on, Consistent. man. Um, but also with AP, the other thing I want to mention on is he's like 37 now. And so that puts him at like 33 in 2018. And he was on uh, Washington. That was his last 1,000-yard season. Damn. Was in 2018. That's an old dude to get 1,000 yards, That's man. true. It's an old dude. I went back and forth a little bit on this one, too. And I just went off of pure physical skill and talent and a beast here. I did, too. And I went off of recency bias. So who do you got? I have LaDainian Tomlinson. That's who I've got! 
Oh, we, we're, we're, dude, we're, we're agreeing three on all of these so far. We just agree. I hope we're wrong on quarterback. 28. I think we cheated. Yeah, 28 rushing uh, touchdowns in 2006 or seven is the most in a single season ever. I wanted to put Frank Gore, honestly, because I love Frank Gore and I love his consistency and how long he played. But, I mean, he just he's just a downhill runner that got lucky and never got hurt. He got hurt a lot in college. Yeah. You know, he tore his ACL twice, I think. And then he got in the NFL and he didn't never got get hurt. hurt. Yeah, he's a fucking tank, man. I don't know how Ladanian his brain is doing. Fucking Tomlinson. But Ladanian Tomlinson, man. Ladanian Tomlinson was the, like, so the symbol of the Chargers is like a lightning bolt. He fucking was the lightning bolt. Think about this right here in our Mount Rushmore's on offense. We have two players who played at the same time on the same team that didn't get a Super Bowl. Antonio Gates. Yeah. And we and don't have Philip Rivers on our Mount Rushmore's. I don't know what Austin's you quarterback don't. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I don't know what Austin's quarterback Mount Rushmore looks like right now, but I'll tell you right now, we don't have Philip Rivers. Fair. And now we're getting to the moment everybody's waiting for. Let, well, let's get one guy out of the way on quarterbacks Tom Brady. Tom Brady. He's the best. Come He's on. the top. He's like the Jerry Rice of quarterbacks. It's Tom Brady and then everybody fucking else after that. Yep. But now, two through four. Next, I have Peyton Manning. I have Peyton Manning as y- well. You have to, right? Yep. I have Joe Montana. Next, I have Joe Montana. Okay, this is where this is where things are going to get interesting. Now, honorable mention to a guy who never won a Super Bowl, Dan Marino. Sorry, can't put you in there. You didn't win a fucking title. You're out. I have. I'm kind of praying we have the same one, but I don't think we do. Aaron Rodgers. We don't have the same one. <laughs> I got... I got somebody uh, who won twice as many Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers. Big Ben? Nope. <laughs> Jonathan Elway. That's fair. I just don't think uh, – I think out of all four of the people on my Mount Rushmore, Aaron Rodgers is the most physically gifted quarterback out of them. Yeah, he's definitely – And yeah. that's why I put him in this list. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, all of the potential to take him out of that spot because they, I think – Minus Burrow, I think the other three have the arm strength and the talent to be better than Rodgers. But you know who also had the arm strength and was a like fucking athlete? Who? John Elway. John, John Elway was like didn't win a Super Bowl until his last year. I know he's thirty-eight years old, diving Brent for far through five interceptions in the Super Bowl. You want to know a fun one about John how Elway? More, how much more help does he need? John Elway was drafted by the Colts. But never played a snap of football for the Colts. Yeah, he, John, he uh, Eli Manning did. Yeah, he was the original Eli Manning there. But uh, played his entire career in Denver. Won two Super Bowls, and both of them were at the end of his career. I like it. Well, that's the Mount Rushmore there. We're going to take a quick break. We've never done that before. Quick break, and we'll be back. Break, we'll be back. There's no music in between. We're just going to cut right back into talking right now. All right, we are back. So we're going to finish this out by probably giving you the same thing. But we're going to do our... Mount Rushmore offense, the the four there, the best offensive players that we think, right there, right across the board. And it's probably the same. It probably is, but it might not be. So we're going to start on the left side, right there, carved in stone, Thomas Brady. Thomas Brady, yeah. He's etched. He, in my opinion, which we will get to this eventually, probably next week, Tom Brady would be in my ultimate Mount Rushmore of offense and defense. Yeah. He would be in my sports. My sports Mount Rushmore. Brady's probably my all sports Mount Rushmore. You know, it's like Brady and and Tiger and Michael Jordan and Wayne Gretzky. That's probably my four, (laughs) actually. I probably wouldn't do Tiger, though. Golf ain't a sport. I'm sorry. All right, fine. Brady, MJ, Wayne Gretzky, and... Michael Phelps, probably. You no, think sport, swimming's, swimming's a fucking a sport? sport? Get the fuck out of here, man. Hobby, Come man. on. It's a hobby. Let's do sports people. Like, let's do sports Americans care about. Mike, a Muhammad Ali. 
Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm in on that. Okay. So you got Tom Brady, too? For sure. Not, not a question. Next, I got Jerry Rice. Next, I got Peyton the Sheriff Manning. I like it. I like it. N- Barry Sanders next. Next, I have Gerald Rice. And last, I have Peyton Manning. At last, I have Barry Sanders. I knew he'd have the same four. Fuck. God damn it. Peyton Manning, man. Hard not to the say brain. those four, though, man. Like, you had Brady, the most consistent, least Peyton, hurt yeah. quarterback ever. You Peyton have, Manning, a coach out on the football field yeah, who have, could run the offense. Probably the smartest quarterback that ever existed. Um. Peyton was also a lot more aggressive than Tom Brady. It's why Peyton threw 28 picks his rookie year. Yeah. But, I mean, whatever. I'd say Brady has the arm strength over him, too. Yeah, I mean, definitely pre-injury, Peyton Manning probably could beat Brady in, like, an, a deep ball contest. But post-injury, Manning was just more conservative with the ball, and that's why he had his best season in Denver. Yeah, but then you have to you have to play different when you are limited like that. Yeah. Like Aaron Rodgers, he could be like rolling out right with a knee injury and his ankle injury and he could just like throw a ball 50 yards down the field with like a, just a flick of a wrist. <laughs> you know. That's why he's in my quarterback Mount Rushmore, I'm say. Jerry Rice, I mean, he's the best. We've already I, what what do you say? He's the all-time leader in fucking everything when it comes yeah. to receivers. And Barry Sanders had to start like every handoff with like the defense already like 3 yards past the line of scrimmage. <laughs> I was watching a uh, a Barry Sanders like highlight tape. This is like at work a couple weeks ago. We were watching Barry Sanders highlight tape. Me and a guy I work with, his juking ability. Like, <clears throat> it's one thing that if you try to tackle Barry Sanders, he's gonna fucking truck you. But mm-hmm. you you might not even get to touch him because he was just juking the fuck out of everyone. And so many running backs back then were more like power backs. Power backs straight down. Walter Payton and Barry were just a little different. They were a little shifty. Shifty but they and also power. had some power, like Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's. I mean, we agreed. It, we went three for four on all positions. It's just consistency, man. What's some honorable mentions here? I'm trying to think of some quarterbacks that obviously John Elway. Favre. Uh, I wouldn't put Favre in there. Favre's an honorable. Mention. I don't think Favre's a top ten quarterback. B- Drew Brees. I would put Drew Brees in Drew there. Drew Brees. Um, I wouldn't say any of the youngins are old enough yet to be considered. No. We gotta see a little bit from Mahomes. Mahomes is the closest. Steve Young is often overlooked. Steve yeah. Young was another like really athletic quarterback. He was really fast. I also really liked Randall Cunningham, but Randall Cunningham also just he played in the wrong era. If Randall Cunningham played today, he'd fit right in with the NFL. Because a lot of these quarterbacks are young, athletic, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, these guys. I think Randall Cunningham would be even better today than he was when he played. One hundred percent. Uh running back. You know, uh, Dickerson, Dickerson, Marshall Falk, Marshall Falk. You could even have an argument for Eddie George. Eddie George was great for a while. It was really good. Uh, see, that's yeah. I don't know. Wide receiver. I mean, my honorable mention would be T.O. because I had him out. Um, Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison for sure. Him and Peyton Manning were lighting shit up for a while. A lot of great receivers uh, that that got missed here. Tight end. Kelsey's one of mine. Jason Witten. Yeah. Let's not sleep on Witten. He was great. Uh, fucking long time in Dallas. All like of, Dallas Clark. I like end. Dallas Clark. Yeah. Dallas Clark played with no gloves, man. Different breed back Rough then. Rough and tough. And then kickers. Um, Mason Crosby's probably one of my honorable mentions. Right. Eddie Panero. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. 
what was that, Ron Rigo Blankenship? Hey, look, he, four eyes, baby. I love hey, that dude. Love guy. that dude. What a guy. So, yeah, that's our Mount Rushmore. I hope you like that. So, next week, we're going to do defense Mount Rushmore? We'll do defense. What position we'll are we going to do? The best. Well, I'd probably do edge. Edge. You know, inside uh, tackle, like nose tackle. Inside tackle. Nose tackle. We could do rushing linebacker, linebacker. and off ball linebacker. Okay. Uh, corner. Corner and safety. Safety. Yep. Yeah. And you, what we could do, we'll, we'll do kick returner on that one. Ooh. Well, I, fuck yeah, that's exciting. I like yeah, that. That's good ones. You know, it'll be interesting to see who the all time, because I, I, I know somebody on the, the defensive side that's going to break in. I'm not going to say who it is. I got a few guys uh, that I'm already thinking about. I think I got two that are going to be in there easy. I've got Aaron Donald at corner as one of my Mount Rushmore's. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, we've never seen it. How do we know? But there you go. That's that's a much better episode than last week. Yeah, we got a contest. <laughs> yeah, hope you enjoy this episode. Come back next week. It'll be about the same. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And how many days until football? Uh, there are 85 days until football. 85 days until 85 football, days. everybody. We're almost there. It's gonna be We're okay. close. We're getting there. Oh, also... Uh, Golden State's probably going to win the finals. Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) That's the It Ain't Much podcast.